0: Eagles Entertainment. On Monday, November 22nd, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Hey coach, thanks for taking the time today. Thanks, Allie. We'll get started here with Josh Tolentino and then Mike Kay. Hi, Nick. Good to see you. Hey, Josh. Uh, so last night you spoke about the the physicality level of, of the, you know, what TJ Edwards, what he's been playing, uh, over the past month, uh, from your perspective, you know, with the, the extension today, uh, what made the team, you know, want to, to get this done now. And, uh, a follow-up question to that is, um, I guess specifically over the past month, what have you seen him and what does he do so well, uh, you know, with what Jonathan Gannon asked him to do? Yeah, you know, just, you know, the the good player, you know, he's playing really good football right now. I'm so excited to have him locked up, uh, you know, for next year. And um, as far as, you know, what we're asking him to do, like, you know, just be around the ball, be physical to the football. You know, he, you, if, when you watch uh, TJ come after the ball, you know, he's getting some production in the pass game, but when you come, when you watch him come and get an attempt at the uh, tackle, he's always punching at the ball and, and you know, you really felt that. I felt that big time on the, he had a hit on the sideline in the Denver game where he really came at after the ball and, and punched that. I remember saying over the headset, man, I don't want, I would never want to get punched by that right there. And so he's just really physical to the football. And, and we talk a lot about, we talk a lot about strip attempts and you can see they're starting to start, you know, our guys are continuing to get attempts and sometimes these come in bundles. And so, you know, you know, you know, and the way he punches at that thing, the way he's violent to that football, is really something that's noticeable, and that I know the ball carriers feel, and, and they gotta and be able to protect against that. Go ahead, Mike, and then Dave Zangaro. Hey, Nick, what's the uh, latest on Jordan Howard, Davion Taylor, and Sean Bradley? Sean is. I'm just looking at my notes. Sean should. Uh, he has a shoulder sprain. He should be. He should be good this week. Davion has uh, has a, has a uh, knee sprain. Most likely, he's going to be headed to IR. Um, and, you know, most li- the most likely as we get more information. Um, Jordan Howard, he also has a knee sprain. Again, I'm looking at my notes down here. Um, and, you know, most likely he'll be out this week. Uh, don't know that for sure yet. Uh, has a chance to play next week. Go ahead, Dave, and Martin Frank. Hey, Nick. What was, uh, how much did you know about Darius Slade before you got here? And what have you learned about him since you've been here? Yeah. Um, you know, I knew obviously how, how tight he was in coverage. Um, you knew, knew, you know about him. I don't think there was a lot of times that we went against him. I want to say 2015 with the chargers might've been the only, only time that we played. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He did at the end of the half. Um, but we knew he was, he was a really sticky in coverage. Um, and and then you just know about the good players around the league, even if you don't go against them, just because of you know watching different highlight shows, knowing about the league and everything like that. And so you always knew he, I always knew he was a good player when you know you're around him. He's just got a contagious personality, uh, contagious leadership. Uh, just loves being around football every day, ready to come to work every single day. Um, and now, you know, what I'm seeing right with the the year, the 11 games I've been with them is like. Man, he's really good with the football in his hand. He gets that football in his hands, he can go. Um, And so, um, you know, that that makes me think maybe I got to get him a couple uh, reps on offense and and give him some touches. Um, But, you know, I I just, again, I just see a player that embodies this get better every single day, um, work every, come to work every single day. He's truly, I, I just think he's truly happy to be. Uh, a football player and what a dream that we all have as a coach, as a player, like we're living out our our childhood dreams. And I, and I just see him, you know, when you, when you, you, you know, how grateful you are when you're, when you live out your childhood dreams, it makes you even work harder, right? It's not, you know, it makes you work harder at it. And so I I see him just so grateful to to be an NFL player. And then he takes advantage of all his opportunities by working every day to get better at, at his craft so he can be one of the best in the league. Go Martin and then Zach Berman. Hey, Nick. Um, obviously, the last four weeks, you guys have averaged like 216, 217 yards rushing per game and everything. And it, it just so happens to coincide with Lane Johnson coming back from, from his absence. Like, how much has he helped kind of stabilize that offensive line? How, you know, how, how big a role has he had in your running success these last four games? He yeah, had a huge role. You know, and I look at the you know, when I look at our offensive line, it's led by 62 and 65. Um, and I know Jason sets the table for everything of what we're going to do, where we're going with the point, everything like that. And it's those two guys that that really, you know, really carry us. And, that and, and you know, Jordan's playing good football and Landon's playing good football and Jack Driscoll's playing good football. And when Herbie's getting – when Nate Herbick's getting in, he's playing good football. And so – but it starts with those two guys. It starts with Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey and, and Lane's just been playing outstanding. You can see he's just so big and powerful to me. He's the best uh, tackle that I've been around um, in my, my 12, 13 years in the NFL. Um, You know, he's, he's somebody that can lock down his side and pass protection um, is powerful and, and technically sound in the run game of, you know, fitting uh, double team blocks on his way uh, to the linebacker. And that was on full display uh, last week. Or you know, yesterday and it's been on full display uh, for the last four weeks. Go ahead, Zach, and then John McMullen. Yeah, hey, good afternoon, Nick. I, I know you're not literally negotiating the contracts, but I imagine you have input on who you want here long term. The players you've signed to extensions here mid season, why are they the players you want as foundation players here going forward? You know, you always are gonna start with uh, a talent. Right. you always start with like is this guy a good football player that we want to move forward with and so talent's always the first thing you think about and then you know you want the right type of guys in the locker room leading right and and you want to reward the guys that are you know good football players and good and good people and guys that are are gonna because I think when you talk about high character guys they're gonna work themselves to become better every single day high football character high character guys um are gonna get are gonna you know, they're going to be able to achieve their ceiling. And so um, we just see, you know, when they're great, you know, when you pay a guy like Dallas Goddard or, Von, or Avante Maddox, you know, or TJ Edwards, you know, what it's an example to the younger guys of like, oh, okay, you know, he got paid right there because he's a good player and he works his butt off to become the best player he can possibly be. And uh, you know those are two common denominators, obviously, of, of guys in that in that role. And I'm really excited to to have those guys locked up for the next couple of years. Um, that that you know you know you can you're you're sound in those those areas and those positions, and you know those guys all are, are are on their way up to being one of the best in the league at their at their position. Go ahead, John, and then Jeff McLean. Uh, hi, Nick. Um, hey, John. Kind of. Uh, talking about the passing game obviously you guys have had so much success running the football uh, there hasn't been a ton of targets it's been mainly Devonte and Dallas any any concern with some of the younger players Quez and Jalen how, how do you keep them involved when maybe they're going through the stretch where they're they're not seeing the football as much as they would like yeah you, you know you, you go through everything and you're great in the plays and you know when these big runs happen again there was you're right there's only 13 target or there's only 13 completions that means you know there's going to be you know with DeVonte having what did he have four yesterday and and five by by Dallas that's nine of the 13 completions and so yeah i i know when you play wide receiver you want to you want to touch the football but they were cha- they were affecting the game in other ways you know i thought Jalen had a good jo- did a good job of uh uh, in his return game, averaged over 10 every turn uh, yesterday in punt return. Um, and then Quez, I thought Quez did some good things in the blocking. Um, there's definitely a couple things we got to clean up, but, you know, th- those receivers, when you're running the ball like that, you know, th- those blo- it, it takes everybody. It takes the quarterback getting us into the right play. It takes the quarterback holding the backside off of a fake. It takes the offensive line. It always starts with the offensive line and tight ends. And then the receivers and back, you know, the backs hitting the hole and receivers blocking uh you know, blocking on the perimeter to create some big plays. And so, uh, but there's no doubt we want to make sure that those guys touch the ball too, because they're playmakers as well. But just the way the game went, I think we have mature, those guys are mature guys and they understand how the game went and there's no doubt that they want to touch the ball. Right. And we want them to touch the ball. And so, Um, you know, and that's, you know, we'll, we'll see how this continues out, but there's no doubt we want them to, to be involved in the offense and actually, actually touching the ball, not just blocking, but it was great to see JJ have a really big play, um, in that game. That will be our, that will be our play of the game. When we talk to our team on, on Wednesday, um, you know, JJ has been, you know, a guy that's really been in there to, to set the tone in the run game, to be able to be in there in some play action things. Um, on, on different ways, whether he's getting the ball or not getting the ball, and then he gets that big 23 yard completion yesterday uh, to to kind of pull us out of a rut on offense and, and, and get the chains moving to help us uh, close out that game. So, um, you know, JJ has been really patient through that, and and uh, you know, he made he, when his number was called yesterday, he made a big time play, and that's what I'll expect out of Quez and, and Jalen as well when their numbers called that they'll make a big time play because we've we've seen them do it in the past. Okay, we have time for two more, so we'll go to Jeff and then Pat Gallen. Hey, Nick, you've, uh, you've talked about uh, Jeff Stoutland's role as a run game coordinator, but I'm interested in how detailed it gets. I know there's only so many runs technically you could run, but it seems with all the, blo- the ways he blocks it up differently and moves guys around and all the shifting parts and how they execute it, I was wondering if you can get a little more insight into how, how detailed it gets for Jeff. Yeah, you know, Jeff's looking, Jeff is, is heading up the, the research on what's, you know, what angles look good, what different, thing, different things that the defense are doing to stop the run game. Um, you know, what plays look good against our defense, what looks, what we've been good at, and kind of bringing all that information in and, and talking through it. The t- defensive end techniques, the, the linebacker techniques, you know, I, at no detail is left unturned uh, when, I, to me. Coach Stout is as advertised, and why I say that is because for the last three years in Indianapolis, you know Frank has told me how good Coach Stout is, um, and and he's and it's as, he's as good as advertised. He thinks about the players of how we got to get them in position to to make their blocks, um, and, and it always start starts with them first, and then it just goes to every little detail you can imagine. From uh, like I said, the linebacker techniques, the de-tackle techniques, the defensive end techniques. Um, You know different places. When you put the back here, what does the the defensive line do? When you put the back here, and so the detail um, that we go into. I mean, there's there's a long checklist of probably 15 to 20 things I ask uh, when it comes to the run game. Um, Hey, what do you do? What happens when this happens? Uh, And and Coach Stout has an answer every time I I ask him those things. And if he doesn't have an answer, he's he's gonna find it. Um, And so super glad that he's on this staff. And uh, because, you know, I value him. I think, you know, when you look at a uh, position coaches, you know, when you look at Coach Stout, you know, he's not only this great technician, right? All our position coaches have to be great technicians and, and to get the player better. And 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 Stout is very good at that. You can see it's just this history. You guys know that the offensive linemen continue to get better as they're here. And then also on top of that, you know, he knows how to put the players in position to succeed. Um, and so, like I said, it's a, it's a group effort. We talk through everything, and he's headed up all the research on the on the run game. and And I'm sure glad we have him here because uh, he's a he's a really, really, really good football coach. Last one here with Pat. Hey Nick, um, you mentioned Jason Kelsey a little bit already, uh, but there were a couple of plays that really stood out from him yesterday. Uh, the block on on miles run and then on on the goddard screen early in the third when he kind of skated along the line to not go too far ahead um how how, from your vantage point does he seem to just kind of get better with age and with every game Hmm. behind the scenes what does he do to to stay at the top of his game yeah i I think you just see him take care of his body take care of himself he's like the way his mind works, right? I talk about, we, we talk about accelerated vision, like guys, you know, knowing what's going to happen before they happen. And how do you get that? You get that through because you have good instincts, which Jason does in through years of experience. And so he just se- seems to know and he, and he sets the table for everybody. Hey, we're going here or I see this and I'm going here. And like, and so his, his, uh, his ability to process, I think that's where it, he, he, you know how you you see that sometimes in quarterbacks, right? You see as the quarterback gets older, um, they're throwing for more yards and they're doing the and, and you know, more touchdowns, right? And I think that's a product of they've seen everything. Everything's been thrown. You can't throw something that Jason Kelsey that he hasn't seen. And that's kind of how I I, I kind of you know I, I think about Jason in the sense of and if uh, kind of like Philip Rivers where I just saw him continue. I'm like, well, how did you see that, Philip? How did you know that was coming? Well. They did that to me in 2008. Okay. And it feels the same way with Jason. And then as far as your your question about the the play around the edge on Miles' long run, I think it was like 12, 15 yards. Like, that's a block. The block he makes, I feel like I haven't seen that block. I'm giving him very high praise because he's a great player. That's like a movie-style block, right, where you don't see, like, a guy accelerate through one block. And then go continue on to a next block, throw another block. I think I saw that on the only other time I see that he made that he made one of those same blocks against Atlanta, and I said the same thing. I've seen it against Jason Kelsey do it against Atlanta. I saw Jason Kelsey do it against the Saints yesterday, and I saw Billy Bob on uh, Varsity Blues do it again in West Texas uh, on that. That's those are the three times I've seen that play happen, and so uh, I mean it was incredible. It was it was such a good play uh, that he made yesterday and uh you know, and he just continues to get better uh the more he sees safe to say the varsity blues your favorite uh, your favorite football movie uh I like to remember the titans that's probably that's probably up there um varsity blues was was good it was good but i'm i'm more of a remember the titans guy thanks for your time coach thanks everybody.